0: This is Superhuman 2 Show, and today I'll be doing a full
1: flip two gusset plates, Chase square bar wire chairs. This is for juggalos and juggalettes. Do not try this at home. and I hope you like it. Whoop oh, oh. ah, ah, ah. Fuck this shit. Whoop oh, oh. oh, whoop. Oh, shit. Fuck. Fuck. My it Beat me if you can, survive if I let you.
0: They're so disgusting. Seriously? Animals. Let's talk for a second about Superhuman. The boy at the beginning of the show on the barbed wire and the cheese great There's Whoa, baby. Yeah,
1: that kid's going places, huh?
0: I mean, it kind of reminds us of us when we were in high school doing stupid shit like that. Well, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't use barbed shit. wires and thumbtacks and flaming tables. We didn't get to that point. That's just because
1: I don't even understand what's the point in that you, you're not even doing a match. You're just jumping on it. I don't know. He does all the what crazy stuff shit. About, but, you know, he's destroying his body for a good cause. Our entertainment. So hats off to you there. uh Whatever your kid name is there, kid.
0: Superhuman, your parents must be proud.
1: Yeah, I was not aware of uh, his talents until just today. My buddy Victor sent me uh, this same video on Facebook today. So uh, I guess I'm in the loop now.
0: You are in the loop. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Off the Rope Tuesday. I am one half of the Tag Team Champions here. The Mammoth Garth alongside... My other tag team partner, that side over there, Mister Jack Torrance. How we doing out there, folks? Oh, Ooh, there. I am fucking sunburnt.
1: You got a little, uh, little ro- uh, rock lobster action there this week, huh?
0: Yeah, the fucking sun decided to give me a little RKO action. For what little
1: sun we actually have seen on Cape Cod? Yeah,
0: you, you got it I'm not on Cape Cod. I'm in Plymouth. Oh wow. that's true. You're like a whole different universe away from me then. I'm a whole different climate zone. <laughs> oh, so as we get started, episode match four, match four here on Off the Rope, Tuesdays, new time, 8 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. If you're not here, well, then you should be. For everyone sure. listening out there on the streaming audio sites, we thank you. We thank you for your subscriptions, your follows, your like shares. Donate to our cause. We need here. Buy our merch. Yes, we have our that. Team. Hellentertainment.com. We got some merch. Go support us.
1: Four shows in.
0: It's like, Wow. We look at us go with our fancy pants, t-shirts over
1: here and our fancy pants, hats and sweatshirts and all that cool stuff.
0: And Just we can to- for
1: summer people get your sweatshirt.
0: Exactly. Cause they're on them bonfires. It gets cold. You know, fire is not hot or anything. True. Uh, we'd like to give a quick shout out and a thanks to the dorkening podcast network for doing what they do and having us on their, uh, on their network. Yes. along with deadly grounds coffee. I was just going to say yes,
1: deadly grounds, very cool. I've always wanted a uh well, a little more death in my coffee.
0: So why not? Glad to know
1: that it's a thing now.
0: So, as we do on Tuesdays we bring you the reports of Smackdown AEW and Monday Night Raw, but before we get to those, we have a special treat tonight. Oh boy, do we ever. We were able to get our hands on some of the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a it's a
1: special treat for
0: us at least. You you guys get to watch us drink it, so not much of a treat for you. But now we are not paid for or asked to endorse this product. No, nope. because it's Steve Austin. We have to give it its due diligence. Yeah, I've been wanting
1: to uh, give it a whirl, give it a little day in court for a while here. Uh, He has been promoting the hell out of this stuff. I hear good things. Uh, I believe my buddy Whitey, if you're watching, you were able to sample this not that long ago. So there's only one way to really find out ourselves now, isn't there?
0: Don't spill it on my computer. Cheers. cheers. Hang on. Cheers. Don't go Oh, that way. There it
1: is.
0: (laughs) That's the bottom line, son. Well, well, well. All right, now I am a beer connoisseur, if you will. I like to indulge in my Coors Light Miller Lights and uh, the occasional blue moon, as we discussed earlier today.
1: Yes, Mr. Fancy Pants,
0: indeed. I like to drink piss-warm beer that tastes like watered-down shit. This, on the other hand, has tickled my taste palate. A little tickling of the fancy, eh? Yes, I must say, Mr. Austin, I approve. I'm with you. I, I'm not an IPA on, guy either. I didn't expect Austin to put his name
1: on a shitty product. Uh I was actually checking this out earlier. He got together with El Segundo Brewing Company to put this bad boy together. I'm actually not a big fan of uh IPAs and craft shit neither. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I never even like Magic Hat. I know it's really popular, but but this I'm not just saying this because I fucking love Austin, and if he happens to be watching by some miracle, uh, yeah, right. But he kicked my ass, and rightfully so, if I said anything otherwise. But no, truthfully,
0: I'm digging it, daddy. I mean, I did tag him in all of our posts. so You never know. Maybe he is scoping out. Maybe he'll watch the replay. Maybe he'll listen to it on iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, all your streaming sites you can find us on. Yes, and perhaps tomorrow I will win the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. After
1: I win the Universal WWE Championship, Mm -hmm. and uh, they'll have to get some heaters in hell, I suppose. But yes, tonight we are going to head right on into the SmackDown, AEW, and Raw breakdowns. Uh, then we've got a little, another little special treat for you there tonight, ladies and gentlemen. As tonight we are going to break down the best and worst wrestling video games of all time this is a very big list so we're not going to get to every single one but we'll tell you what sucked what was awesome and then this is one i'm definitely
0: looking forward to we jeff are. Says, to- i don't mean to interrupt you sir oh please have at it uh jeff says he t- tends to lean towards foster's Oh, we got if a, I remember correctly back in the day, you were a Foster's kind of guy. I
1: was big time into the oil cans, man. I had a, I had a whole collection of them in my room just to show my love to Australia. Uh, it's been many moons since I've sampled
0: a, a uh, Foster. so good day, mate. All right. Thank you for tuning in, Jeff. We appreciate you. Jeff is part of the the Dorking Network as well with his show, Toking with the Dead. Go check them out. It's stilltalking.com. They have issue one out go support my boys over there all right back to the show and then getting
1: back to it we have a topic tonight that i am very much looking forward to because we are going to be talking about your favorite wrestlers and how much we hate them (laughs) we are going to talk about our lists of who we feel just sucks who we've always hated it doesn't matter if they're over if they are some of the biggest stars in wrestling history. We're going to give you some opinions that I, I'm i pretty positive a lot of people out
0: here are not going to like. So it's I'm going to stir it. some fucking pots. Let's just call it as it is. <laughs> this is going to be one for the ages. One for the books. Attention, you can cut it with a knife. Oh, yes. That's where this we're going is, with it. This is top of the mountain stuff
1: here, pal. It's going to get pretty heavy, folks. So strap on in for rad. All right. I guess before we get to all that though, we do have some uh,
0: news to get through. Let's get through uh, the reports and uh, all of that and some yeah. more of that. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. you got almighty? Or you want to start? You want to start AEW tonight?
1: Yeah, we'll change it up. All right, we'll jump right on in. Dun, to... dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. Great <laughs> A sound effects.
1: W dynamite review. That's right. We can't afford our own folks. So we're just going to make them with our bodily food out of our ass. So last week's dynamite got underway with hangman Adam page, putting his nine and O undefeated streak on the line as he stepped into the squared circle to take on the FTW champion, Brian cage. Uh, This was a bit of a squash. Actually, I expected a little more out of this one as cage hit Paige from behind and power bombed him on the ramp before the bell could even ring Uh, that was a
0: vicious power bomb oh yeah it was brutal right because i actually i actually got to tune into some aew i put on the dvr and uh i must say like i told you earlier today i'm very impressed watching aew for the first time
1: i had a feeling it'd be right up your alley there buddy
0: you know me too well
1: it's great um not only is it just something else aside from wwe 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 has nxt but it's still all the same company
0: so whatever also really rated the 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 pg rating Mm -hmm.
1: yeah tvma boy have i missed you another reason i love dynamite and it has it to me, it incorporates the good parts of WCW from back in the day, and every once in a while, they kind of give you a little ECW like edge to it.
0: Um, but I've been very happy with their progress for the past what
1: year plus that they've been around now.
0: Yeah, and it gives you that little bit of attitude error feel as well too, with with the aggression, with the you know, and like you said, with the ECW, with the swearing on the, on the mic, and that MA rating just goes so much further. Yeah. Yeah, they're really making the most of it with that, which is great. And, you know, it's not a
1: matter of, you know, I know a lot of people felt that back in the day, ECW really crossed the line. And certainly they did on many occasions. I was always a fan, but they're not doing it in a way just because oh we want to swear just to swear or just have violence just have violence they they do it in a way that works with the stories Mm -hmm. so i think they're doing a bang-up job uh for a new company especially you know and they've got their kinks just like with anything but we'll see i like what they're doing thus far but um yes that power bomb on the ramp from page to cage was sick dude yeah and that was pretty much what sealed the deal for cage the match with, like i said was a squash uh he would eventually hit page with the drill claw thus ending down on pages nine and oh undefeated streak so how will this play out for hangman being the number one contender
0: Well, that remains to be seen folks however dynamite rolled on with the aw Jason says he was surprised Hangman took the loss. I was, um, because he's supposed to be
1: the number one contender and it totally makes sense that he would be going up against his former tag team partner, mm-hmm. uh, Kenny Omega. They were the first AEW world tag team champions. Omega since gone heel has won the belt from Moxley. I don't see the point, uh, in ruining this right now. Um, unless I mean, they're, want to just give cage a push i don't know maybe they're gonna push speaking of pushing they might just push the hangman and uh omega match back to their pay-per-view in august i don't know if they're actually gonna do it at the one that's coming up i think it's double or nothing um so just gonna have to keep an eye on that one uh dynamite did roll on however with the AEW world tag team champions the bucks of youth taking on the Seidel brothers, who had an opportunity to earn themselves a shot at the AEW World Tag Team titles with a win over the Young Bucks. This was a high-energy contest with some great seesaw action between the two teams. These are four of AEW's, I would have to say, fastest and most athletically sound wrestlers, so I wasn't surprised to see a good one here. A lot of awesome spots throughout, but when it was all said and done, the Bucks dashed the Seidel brothers' hopes and dreams as Matt Jackson delivered a low blow to Matt Seidel, followed by he and brother Nick Jackson connecting on Seidel with the BTE trigger for the victory. SCU then crashed the Bucks celebration as Frankie Gazarian and Christopher Daniels made their presence known by coming out and referring to the Bucks as, quote, entitled overdressed bitches. Whoa. I like that, right? And if you had, did you, you see what the Bucks were wearing? Yes. Oh, they look ridiculous. Yes, it's, it's, it's awesome. It just makes the gimmick even better because it makes you hate them that much more. So I think it's pretty safe to say that SCU will be challenging for the AEW World Tech Team Championships in the very near future. Next up was a match that included two of my personal favorite guys on the AEW roster as freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. There <laughs> he is, folks. In case you aren't familiar, he's amazing. Just had to get that out of there, there again, yeah. So, freshly squeezed, George Cassidy and Penta El Hierro Miedo went toe to toe. And I love the start of this one. Um, uh, as Cassidy came out, he was trying to do his signature hand in the pockets, lazy shin kick maneuver, but uh, Penta wasn't having it and he cut him off with the zero hierro miedo taunt <laughs> over and over again. So, I, I enjoyed the beginning there. Penta was in charge for the majority of the of this one after hitting Orange with a tilt to world backbreaker and an evil-looking brain buster that either they just know how to do it that well or that really fucking hurt because it looked good. <laughs> uh, Cassidy fought back, however, in an overall fantastic contest, and Orange eventually scored the win with an assist from Trent. So don't get that. They put a question mark after his name now. I don't know what that's all about, but he's Trent.
0: His mother was <laughs> confused at birth. <laughs> I
1: guess. So that was after Penta and his interpreter tried to steal one away from Mr. Freshly Squeeze. Definitely a good time head by all in match number two. The evening then continued with the parlay between the inner circle and the pinnacle, as the two factions will battle it out at blood and guts this coming Wednesday night on TNT. The two Tomorrow states-
0: night. Yes, Tomorrow. yes,
1: I am very much looking forward to this one. Oh, yes. Yes, Yes. the two stables were joined by Tony Schiavone as each team's members got a chance to run their mouths on the mic. And this was an awesome spot, especially having Jericho and the Miz just berate each other because they're both so awesome on the mic. And uh, I thought it was a great way to hype the fight at Blood and Guts because that's just what it's going to be, folks. A good old fashioned bloody barn burner is in store tomorrow night on TNT. Now, earlier in the show, Kenny Three Belts Omega announced that Eddie Kingston would be facing off against Michael Nakazawa that night, but when the time came, Eddie wasn't having it as he refused the match and in te- instead demanded one with the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Omega responded by saying that he was sending out his goons. I was so glad he used that word. because It's one of my favorite words. Goons.
0: Goons,
1: dude. I, if goons. I were at a moving company, I'd call it Hired Goons. I just That's my dream. But um, yes, his goons were called. So uh, Eddie answered that by putting Nakazawa's leg inside a steel chair, thus threatening to break his ankle, Stone Cold Brian Pillman style from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, Omega looked like he couldn't give a shit about his buddy getting his ankle broken. So that's when Moxley showed up, took out Omega, dragged him down in the ring. Eddie threw the chair on Kenny and demanded that Don Callis come out and give them what they wanted which is a tag team match tomorrow night on dynamite it's gonna be eddie kingston and john moxley taking on the AEW world heavyweight champion kenny omega and michael i just said this Kawasaka. Wow, short term memory loss kicking in. Yeah, the <laughs> uh, where did I, yeah Nakazawa? All right, I wouldn't have been able to sleep tonight if I had said that wrong. So, I like it. Keep that feud going with Omega and um, Omega and uh, Moxley. I I love it. And yeah you might be able to throw Paige into the mix here at some point soon. So we'll see how that plays out. Dynamite continued from there with Best Friends member of the Alien herself, Chris Statlander, facing off against Penelope Ford. This was another pretty quick one, as we've seen these two develop a few in recent weeks. So it was just a little something, I think, to keep it going. And that was about all it was. Uh, saw a match with a couple decent bumps. That saw Statlander leave with a win. Um, mainly, I think this was just a way to get Satlander some TV time as she had been out of action for some months due to injury. So mm-hmm. I like her. Uh, so it's good to see her back in action and healthy and all that. Moving on with the show. We saw Nightmare Family members, Billy Gunn, the badass himself, along with <laughs> the artist. Right? Still the greatest theme song of all time, in my opinion, anyway.
0: love I love, to love him.
1: I love to kick I'm going
0: to stick them. Never, never gets old. There's your free concert for the night, folks.
1: Mm-hmm. That one's on me. So we saw the ass man, along with the artist formerly known as Gold Dust, Dustin Reynolds. And or Dustin Rhodes. Oops, sorry, that's an old one. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson take on The Factory. It was comprised of QT Marshall, Nick Camaroto and Aaron Soto. Uh, this is a match to just continue Marshall's feud with these his former friends in the Nightmare family. Uh, always cool to see the ass man and artists formerly known as Gold Dust, as we were just saying. Um, and they're still getting it done at their age. Those guys are both in their 50s now and they're both killing it. So good for them. Um, but the highlight of this was when the fight, you know, the, the match ended real quick. It didn't really matter. They won with a cheap shot, the, uh, factory one, sorry. And, uh, the fight spilled out to the outside part of the arena, right in front of the nightmare family's bus and who was waiting inside, but the returning Cody Rhodes who attacked mm. QT Marshall for a little revenge. So don't expect that for you to end anytime soon, folks. And now, before we get to the main event, the cameras went backstage where we saw Miro, who's formerly known as Rusev in the WWE. For any of you out there who don't know, he signed with uh, AEW a few months back. And boy, did he beat the shit out of Kip Sabian. (laughs) Uh, He even slammed his arm in the door at one point. And the whole thing was Miro and Sabian have had an angle since uh, Miro joined AEW. Or AWO? Mm -mm. AEW. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I'm getting a little wolf pack in there. Sorry. Uh, But, yeah, they they had this angle working. That officially buried that one. That leaves us with the main event as the TNT champion Darby Allen continued his open challenge run this week going up against Preston Vance, who is... Of the Dark Order. This was the fifth week in a row that Allen had defended the belt, and for the fifth week in a row, Darby, yeah, Darby came away victorious. This was a damn good bout, as Darby used his high-flying tactics to, uh, against Ten's power set of skills. Good back-and-forth action through the entire match, and uh, featured some good interactions from the Stinger. Woo! And uh, the Dark Order had to make their presence known. But a uh, top-notch effort by both competitors with a fine finish. But, as is often the case in the world of professional wrestling, things weren't over yet, as Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page spoiled the evening by attacking Allen and the Stinger, which in all likelihood is setting up a tag team match between the foursome tomorrow night at Blood and Guts. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your... Dynamite review.
0: Blood and guys, I cannot wait for tomorrow night for this. Yipper. Uh, this is gonna be badass. Does not diss a fucking point. I, I
1: mean, even if the rest of the card somehow turns out not to be good, which I don't see that happening, the main event's gonna kick ass. Um uh, oh, and inner circle are gonna tear it down, and I can't wait. Good old-fashioned pro wrestling violence in its finest form. Uh-huh.
0: This is true. I wish my cat would shut the fuck up. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Obviously, your cat is not an AEW
0: fan, I take it. Oh, my cat's a pussy. (laughs) Oh, We're going to jump right over to the Monday Night Raw Report. The (laughs) Raw Report. I am not in debt this week. I am just too excited to get to the other two topics for tonight. And in all honesty, I did not have really much of a chance to watch Raw due to some... Uh, extracurricular activities that were going on here that I could not get away from. So I apologize. We will run down the card with the winners. And if you all want to chime in and tell me what an idiot I am, please do so.
1: Well, if it makes you feel any better, I stayed up for like 36 hours straight and then slept through Raw last night.
0: So obviously I didn't see any of it either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we saw Omos and Styles make their debut back after WrestleMania. It took a month off which uh, did not sit very well with the New Day. The New Day came out and said how much of a better champions they were because they actually defended the belts, didn't take a month off. After you know, after Kofi Kingston won the, the belt at, Rain, at Mania a few years ago, yada, yada, yada. Mm, yeah. uh, Omos and Styles did defeat the New Day. I mean, Omos is just one big oaf. That's some serious vertical girth there. They put him on the mic and uh he shouldn't talk. Oh really? Why am I not surprised? He, uh, yeah, he just doesn't like, talk. I suggest you guys go watch that.
1: The bigger they are, often they just suck on the mic. I mean, you had Great Colleague couldn't even really speak English, and Giant Gonzalez. They, I don't even know could the guy talk? Who knows? We never know. We, I know. <laughs> Big Show was horrible on the mic. Well, he could talk
0: at least. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: I <laughs> 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 After that, we saw Flair uh, go up against Dana Brooke. Mm. Flair defeated via submission. Uh, After that, we saw Sheamus versus Mansour, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Mantar? I don't know, I said Mansour, Mantar, whatever, that's (laughs) fine. Sheamus came out on top of the DQ. Mm, That wily Sheamus. Yep, coming up with the breaking the rules and you get caught. Oh, he's a rebel but he, he retained his title.
1: He is the United States champion, if I am correct, yes.
0: He is. Uh, Damian Priest came out, defeated John Morrison. Uh, after that, we saw the Lucha House Party defeat Cedric and Shelton Benjamin.
1: I didn't even know Lucha House Party
0: was still a thing. <laughs> Apparently they are. Uh, Angel Garzar... Gaza, Garza, whatever the. Doesn't, Gargle. It Doesn't matter. Does it, matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Defeated Drew Gulak. I don't fucking know. Gulak. Yeah, that's Drew Gulak. Wow. Gulak. Gulak. Cool. Ah, who that? Who that root at? Then we had Orton and Riddle facing off against Jackson Riker and Elias. Ooh. Orton and Riddle came out on top yet again. That's going so to be a to be reckon with soon. I still feel uh, Riddle is setting himself
1: up for the fall. Let's, well, according to the storyline. Absolutely. But we well, see. Maybe they got something there.
0: Then we saw uh, yeah. Alexa Bliss come out, and she discussed a little bit of Lily and Alexa's <laughs> playground. So more Ooh. Lily. Come on, Atra. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Shana Fessler. Shayna Blazer. Blazer, Belzer, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Richard Belzer. <laughs> Listen, I'm a lightweight. I've been drinking some beer. <laughs> uh, they defeated Lana and Naomi via a submission to retain or to keep their tag team titles. And then we saw Lashley versus Strowman in the main event. And uh, Drew McIntyre came out and just laid everyone the fuck out. The Scottish Warrior. It's clean then. Yeah. That is where it is. Mm. Um for the raw report. I apologize. I'm not too in-depth right now.
1: Yeah, it works for me. You just saved me a lot of space on my DVR. Three whole hours worth, so thanks.
0: You got three hours of raw in about three minutes. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not bad.
1: I tend I'm to rant you, uh, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna let you run with it right now with uh smack us down.
1: Word up, holmes
0: I will continue with you in this momentarily. Excellent.
1: Hey, yes, indeed. We got the SmackDown breakdown coming up here, folks. And this past Friday, things started off with the SmackDown women's champion, Bianca Belair, coming out to address the audience and introduce the Street Profits. But what she got instead was the SmackDown tag team champions, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, which, of course, then inspired the Street Profits to make their presence known. But they were then cut off by Bailey, who showed up showed up just to laugh like the crazy cat lady from simpsons and get beat up by bel-air pretty lame opening i must say so the stocks were already mm, going down going down SmackDown town. uh this was all a sloppy setup for a six-person tag team match which saw the street profits and the smackdown women's champion walk away with the win uh, It was no doubt just a build-up for some new feuds for the tag belts and for the Women's Championship. It's what I'm guessing the SmackDown Women's Championship. Because there's many titles in WWE. Trying to keep track here. Uh, decent match, but... Mm, yeah. uh, that whole scene was then followed by a non-title tag team match. Featuring Natalia and Tamina taking on the Women's Tag Team Championship duo. That consists of Nia Jax and Shauna Blazer. And this feud has been going on since Mania, and no surprise considering it was not a title match. Um, uh, Natalia and Tamina ended up winning because, you know, when the titles aren't on the line, that's really when the champions always seem to lose. Um, you know, I'll easy, easily admit that all four of them are extremely talented, but I don't care about this feud. I don't think they mesh very well together. So, one way or another, just get it over with. Either. Give Natalya and um, Tamina the belts or end it. Uh, so we will share. As was the case last week, we saw another vignette for Aleister Black's new gimmick. Still no word yet on when he is set to make his return to television. Later on in the evening, we were treated to an Intercontinental Championship WrestleMania rematch that once again pitted champion Apollo Crews against Biggie Langston. Thanks for coming back there, buddy. See after starting out strong, Big E seemed to have the upper hand, but Cruz quickly took control of the match. They had some really good spots in this match, Um, but WWE just wanted to be WWE, and everything they did during the match didn't really matter because after Big E came back and hit Cruz with the uh, big ending, uh his giant galoot of a bodyguard, speaking of big galoots, of these... Uh, came in and caused a disqualification. So they just ruined the match. And then Kevin Owens came down to get some revenge because he got screwed over by them last week. Then Sami Zayn came right down and knocked out Owens, Sami Fidel Castro Zayn, I should say, because I love that gimmick he's got with the Fidel hat and the big beard. And then um, he tried to make some alliance with Apollo and the big oaf, and it didn't work. He got clobbered in the head. That was that. So, just another clear-cut example of WWE improperly using really good talent because all four of those guys are fucking awesome. But
0: mm-hmm. hmm? w- these fucking e? person of WWE. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Finally, that brings us to the big blooparoo,
0: the main event of the
1: night that saw the WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns defend the belt against Daniel Bryan. Oh, look at Mister Head of the Table over here. <laughs> Well, I think you can tell by my facial hair alone who I'm rooting for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not that he has this, but you know what I mean. He's he's a little more unkept, much like myself. I dig that style. And uh, this one featured a huge, huge stipulation. As I say, it was announced last week that Roman Reigns, well, he was the one who announced this, would challenge Daniel Bryan to a championship bout, but if Bryan lost... And he is never to be seen on SmackDown again. He shall be banished from the land of SmackDown and magically appear on Raw <laughs> or NXT. <laughs> so, but nonetheless, the stakes are high, the belt's on the line, and Daniel Bryan might have to walk. But um, like I said, this was the one. This was the match that really saved an otherwise mediocre show because the show, as you just heard, the rest of my review was kind of yeah but uh, Reigns came out with a new entrance theme as well which was long overdue in my opinion because i can't tell you how fucking sick i've been of for how many years has he been in there now give the guy a new song thank you vince well
0: just i think that that was his first new song since the shield yeah yeah he hadn't had anything else
1: yeah. I think actually, wasn't that the Shield song when they were still together so. and then they just gave it to Reigns when they all yep. split up? I think that was it. Yeah. So Roman finally got a new jingle. So good for you there, big dog. Uh but yeah, this was the match, like I said, saved the show, uh, which was no surprise considering who was in the rings. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. So <laughs> This one had good written all over it, and Bryant came out hot out of the gate with a drop kick before the bell had even finished ringing, and then he clocked the champ with a running knee off the apron, which led to a commercial break. It's like, yay, shit just gets going. Now here's a Sonic commercial.
0: One thing I like that AEW does, and not to go back to AEW, but when they go to commercial break, they go picture in picture.
1: I knew you were going to say that, and I couldn't agree more. The PIP is awesome, because we know what it was like growing up. You know, yeah. any shows you watched, the old Raw's, Nitro's, uh, you know, Superstars, whatever the case we watched, you didn't know what the hell was happening for the whole commercial break. They might come back and show you some, oh, during the break, but it's right. not the same. Yeah. I love the picture-in-picture thing. Another, another. uh Another one of AEW. AEW. I wish WWE would get into that. But like you said, with Raw being three hours, maybe we don't need more material. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: We need less material, but better material.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. just
0: condensing. less is more, Vince. Less is more, mm-hmm.
1: especially with the roster. He has he has so many guys and women that he's completely underutilizing. But mm-hmm. 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 so um, uh, yeah, this match was awesome. Where was I here on my little notes here? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so uh Brian controlled the pace of the match until the big dog struck with a killer clothesline that. Oh, I thought he just about took Daniel Bryan's head off. It was pretty badass. And then he just delivered a vicious beatdown to Bryan that included a powerbomb from the top turnbuckle. The beatings continued until Bryan crotched reins and came back with a side suplex from the high-rent district. And Roman later crashed through the guardrail after attempting a spear once the action spilled outside. Meanwhile, back in the ring, Ryan connected with a diving headbutt from the heavens, which I thought after Benoit, they had just said, no more diving headbutts for anybody, but I guess I was mistaken. Because Daniel had a pretty sick one there. And uh, after he fell back to Earth, he was able to tie on the Yes Lock. But Reigns got out of it and hit the Superman Punch, a spear, and not one but two more power bombs on Daniel Bryan before finally making him go to sleep with a guillotine choke. After the match, Reigns continued his assault on Bryan with some steel chairs. But then Cesaro came to Daniel's rescue and unleashed a fury of fist on the champion, Roman Cousin Jay Uso joined the fray and leveled Cesaro as Reigns and Uso then topped the night off by hmm. tying up Cesaro in the ropes and forcing him to look on as the champion delivered a concerto to Daniel Bryan, who now must leave SmackDown forever.
0: That was a pretty vicious concerto, too. Yeah, oh, it was
1: sick, right? Yeah. No, that was a great match, too. Like I said, that they didn't even need the rest of the show. They should have just done that match because that's all they needed hands down save the show rest of it was fairly mediocre but um yeah judging by what you said about raw and what i saw from smackdown main event was awesome but as the overall winners this week i think it was AEW. AEW again more solid show
0: i think they're gonna keep moving up those ranks and keep winning uh
1: competition's great for everybody
0: they hoping Vince doesn't buy him and fuck him up like he did. No way
1: now, dude. They'll never let that happen. Vince will be long since dead before that happens. (laughs) Or he's just going to come back and, you know, him and George Steinbrenner are going to somehow combine forces on the other side and doom us all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So as we uh, get into, uh, as you put it last time, the meat and potatoes of the show. Mm, The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. What do you want to break on down now? Do you want to break on the wrestlers who love to hate, or you want to go over some video games?
1: I like both these topics very much, but I would like to save the best for last, and that, for me, is the most hated wrestlers that a lot of you out there love. I concur. <laughs> I,
0: I will uh, agree with you on that.
1: Huh? So we can uh, get into some gameage, buddy.
0: We can get into some gameage and video games. Woo!
1: That's right, folks, the best and worst wrestling video games of all the times. Like I said earlier at the start of the show, a lot of video games have been made based on professional wrestling over the years, so we're basically just giving you what we think were the best and what sucked the most. There's a lot of them out there, so I was going over the, just Googling them today, and I mean, there's ones I never heard of, and mm-hmm. there's ones I forgot about, and I, I don't know if I want to say there actually was a WWF game for Atari. I think it, that that's how far back the wrestling games might even go. There um, was a
0: wrestling game for Atari, but I don't believe it was WWF. Oh, okay. I couldn't recall. I think it was like pro wrestling or something along that line. Something, generic. Yeah,
1: Nintendo had that whole sports line, excuse me, where they had, you know, it was just Nintendo baseball and Nintendo football. They had Nintendo pro wrestling. And yeah. that, of course, they had one of the games that made my list as far as the best, even though, you know, it's 8-bit Nintendo, so you get what you pay for, but I still love it for nostalgia purposes, and that would definitely be WWF Wrestlemania for the original Nintendo 8-bit system.
0: That was on my list.
1: Yes, sir. Right. You gotta
0: think. I mean, 8-bit back in the day in the 80s, 8-bit was like, oh! Oh, yeah. Mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. Brave new world. I mean, Wrestlemania, NES, nothing, nothing beat it at that time. The... I want to say, if I am not mistaken, WrestleMania
1: was the first, maybe the first wrestling game for Nintendo. I could be wrong.
0: I believe it was. That came out in 1990. No, the Nintendo
1: WrestleMania? No, that came out in like 86 or something, didn't it? I
0: don't know. It said 90 on Google, but then again, you can't always trust what Google says. Hmm. No, I could have sworn that came out before 90. The original
1: WWF with Hulkster on the cover, ripping his shirt off. WrestleMania. Yeah. Hmm.
0: It is what it is. Yeah, it was uh, still one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had many good
1: times back in the days of being a young a young lad playing that game. Uh, I remember my boy, uh, may he rest in power, Mike Wallace and I, we used to get down on that game pretty hard back in the day. So, I, like I said, it's 8-bit Nintendo, so you take it for what it is, but it, it holds a lot of uh, nostalgic value for
0: me. So, it definitely made my list. I mean, the next on on mine, bringing it to the next era of Nintendos with the SNES, Mm. was the WWF Raw. That made my list
1: as well. I actually combined that. Well, I had Sega Genesis, but it was the same games, really. Aside from, I think, Super Nintendo's version of Raw may have had Ric Flair, or was it the Royal Rumble? But either way... Royal
0: Rumble had Ric Flair.
1: Yeah. I combined Royal Rumble and Raw for Sega, or Nintendo, Super Nintendo, whatever you want to say, as well, because those games were also just awesome back then.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and sticking with SNES, you get the WWF, what, as you mentioned, Royal Rumble. Wait, can
1: I just interrupt real quick? I just yeah. wanted to
0: say something about
1: um, Raw, especially. I mean, Royal Rumble is awesome because that game, oh, God, who knows how many hours of my life I lost mm-hmm. with my buddies fucking trying to toss each other over the rope and stuff. Um, but Raw, I will never forget renting that for the first time. I, first time I got to play it, I rented it from Blockbuster, and right off the bat, I think I was Diesel, and I fought Doink. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember cracking up because I figured out how to get outside the ring, and you could pick up one of the weapons you could use was just this random sweat bucket. Is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just Diesel pounding Doink in the face with a bucket. That's how I started my love for that game. So. <laughs>
0: It was probably the chum bucket from uh, the hillbilly, the uh, yeah, hillbilly yeah, the slot bucket.
1: Henry O and Phineas.
0: Yes. Bringing it back. Hillbilly
1: Jim style. I like it. So you had, uh, yeah. So we both actually had Royal Rumble and yep. Raw. Um, for this, I didn't actually put mine really in any order particularly. No. But I might have to say that if I had to name a number one gun to my head, it's going to be No Mercy, Nintendo 64. That game is still so much fun. I can't get enough of it ever.
0: Mm, I'm on the same platform as you mm. with 64, but I'm going WrestleMania 2000.
1: All right. Yeah, you know, this was funny too because I was thinking about this earlier. It, this form of Nintendo 64's platforms, I should say, is the word I'm looking for for, wrestling games actually started with wcw nwo revenge which mm-hmm. i had on my list as well because that was the first thq wrestling game yep there's wwe at that time wwf was using a claim and boy we'll get to a claim and the ones we don't like <laughs> a <little> later on <laughs> but yeah thq just revolutionized the pro wrestling video game industry at that time started out with wcw nwo Uh, revenge and then wrestlemania 2000 continued that for wwf i mean that game at the time was so badass i go with no mercy though just because no mercy you could do a little more with no mercy Mm -hmm. with some better characters and stuff i still will never forget though i've only actually done this once i think in all the years of playing that game there's one part that was so fucking impossible or all these years when you if you picked a wrestler and you want to go through the tournament to try and win belt or whatever. You always had to fight China at one point, And she was the European champion. And all she did was hit you in the balls. Yep. The whole match. I, I finally beat her once. I actually created my own Kevin Owens. And he was the only one that could ever fucking beat China in that game.
0: <laughs> did he get her
1: in the balls? Uh no, I didn't I didn't program KO to do the low
0: blow. I was I've never been a fan. I mean it works for heels, but yeah, it's cheap. Very cheap. And I believe WCW also came out with uh the Monday Night Nitro on 64 as well. Uh, uh they
1: had the Thunder game.
0: That's I what think. it was. Thunder. Yeah, was it the Thunder game? Thursday yeah Night Thunder or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because before that, actually, even earlier than WCW NWO Revenge, that came out in what '98, I want to say. Um mm-hmm. I actually remember being in my accounting class at Barnesville High and playing that game for the first time. Mr. Laboo's class, yeah. Mm, Mr. yeah. How about that? <laughs> I miss that dude. He he was the only one who could ever teach me any sort of math. But before all that happened, you know, with No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, WCW, NWO Revenge, they also had WCW, NWO World Tour, which came out maybe a year or so before Revenge. And this game was awesome. Um, I love this game. You could actually be a bunch of guys from Japan and you could use chairs this is one of the first games aside from the old sega and super nintendo ones where you could like really hit somebody with a chair mm-hmm. and stuff so um i loved it i actually just rebought this game a couple months ago off of ebay because i had lost my copy of it over the course of history and it's just as much fun now as it was back then all these games really are
0: no mercy wrestlemania 2000 nwo revenge hours Hours we spent playing those games.
1: Oh, my God, dude. I can't tell you how many nights it was me, Kevin Ewing, and Aaron Burson playing the Three Faces of Foley triple threat match, where one of us was dude, one's Mankind, one's Cactus Jack. Oh, my God, I can't tell you. Those matches would Mm -hmm. go on for fucking hours, dude. Hours. We'd start at, like, midnight and the sun be coming up by the time they were done. So, here's to you, fellas.
0: And then through all that, then we advanced to... The Playstations, mm. the Nintendo GameCube, and wow. this is where the acclaim comes in. This is where cool. WWE decided to switch from THQ, go to acclaim, and really fuck up. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. acclaim, if you ever played a wrestling game by acclaim, the way they move, the gameplay. Why is my light on? Oh, it came on. Uh, sorry, squirrel moment. Mm. Uh, the gameplay on that, on those games were just fucking torturous. Oh, it's awful move. You did su- certain combinations to throw a guy against the ropes. It I was mean, so confusing, w- w- too. Like,
1: I don't w- 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 Warzone,
0: I think that was the first yeah. one with Austin. Was it Warzone or was it, um, Raw's
1: War? I think it was Raw's War, maybe. Or no, actually, no. No, it was Warzone.
0: Uh, Raw War is the first one I think that came out on three sixty. Yeah. Okay. So Warzone was the first N64 first acclaimed watch and oh, so
1: bad. It just they all the graphics were terrible, and and for a, a system at that time sixty four, it's great, awesome system, but the the characters always look like shit. And the controls, it was like, dude, do I have to, like, learn science to fucking play pretty this much <laughs> I just I got mean, it out of school. I don't want to learn more. I want to fucking kick some ass, okay? Like, no more learning. <laughs> That's another reason
0: I hated that game. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then you and I talked about this earlier today when we met up real quick. We all got really excited. Mm-hmm. ECW was coming out with a game. Barbed wire ropes, bats, sabu. Taz, Van Dam, mm. Dreamer. We went out, we got it the day it came out. I think I returned it the day it came out. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to
0: fucking sugarcoat this. That was worse than Warzone. Had ECW went to THQ. Mm. I mean, granted, we're on a totally different platform now. Now we're on the Playstations and the Nintendos. Yeah. The game could have been so much more. That was their one shot. They blew it. WCW figured out they went with THQ. Actually, they started
1: out with THQ for WCW NWO World Tour even before Revenge. So it was actually WCW was the ones who were smart enough to figure out this is the way to go if we're going to do
0: these games. Well, exactly. And ECW never recouped from that loss of them putting that game out. They never came Mm -hmm. out with another game after that. No, they did
1: actually. You don't? Did you recall it was actually just as bad? Um, I think it, it. I want to say it was actually on PS1. It was uh ECW Anarchy Rules. Once again, I, I blocked that from my memory and, because the first one was so bad I don't want to relive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was the first one was like Revolution. That was the one on 64, the acclaimed garbage. If I'm not mistaken, I think ECW actually stuck with Acclaim for the second game and it was just another complete shit show. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know me, especially how much I still to this day am a diehard ECW fan. Yes, I drank Kali's Kool-Aid. I don't care. I loved ECW. It will never be that good again. But it's like you didn't learn your lesson the first time with how bad that game was. You went back with the same company, Paulie. Why? Why? But he had so much shit going on at the
0: time, I'm sure he wasn't even really paying much attention. They probably gave the, him a free deal knowing that it sucked the game yeah. so bad the first time around.
1: Well, you, you remember for PlayStation 1, too, how many fucking titles did that system have? It seemed like they were just cranking out games
0: like left and right every week. And don't forget, yeah so, when one... PS one and PS two, you didn't have the memory cards mm-hmm. to save, and if you lost your memory card, you were oh, there goes your character, right? There goes your 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 title run.
1: Hmm. all the the memory cards were huge for those games because that was a whole new thing back then. Yeah, you could oh, yeah. you play a game you, as soon as you turn the system off. There was no save. Look it up, kids. <laughs> yes, I'm old, <laughs> but yeah. So this was that was one thing they got right that they brought that element into that that you can start saving once you got to like the PS2 games and stuff like that. But before, oh yes, if you've lost your memory card or you know, say you forgot your controller over your friend's house or something, you might as well not even play. It's like I you know, I just put how many hours of effort into this and now
0: I can't even use it. Like or the nights that you stay up creating your character and then realize oh. your memory card's full. <laughs>
1: right, you spent all that work and then you can't even save the fucking thing without erasing a bunch of other shit that you want to keep. So,
0: so uh-huh. glory days, buddy, glory days. I'm gonna fast forward to today's time unless you got something else you want to touch on real quick.
1: Yeah, the rest of my list, uh, I just wanted to give quick shout outs. to once again, WWE Smackdown, shut your mouth for PS2. That game was badass. Legends of Wrestling series, which uh, was on GameCube that you actually introduced me yep. to in the old apartment. Um, those games were cool because they were completely unlicensed from WWE and WCW, but they had everybody in the games. Uh, Smackdown vs. Raw 2004, without a doubt, that game was cool. Uh, as far as the 2K games go, I'm going with. Uh, WWE 2K14 and 2K19, because as we all know, 2K20 was a complete and utter botch in every way, <laughs> shape, or form. Um, then what another one I really loved, which wasn't that great of a game, but I don't care, I loved it. It was called Power Move Pro Wrestling for PS1. It didn't, it wasn't associated with any real federation or nothing, and it was just made up guys, but it was fun for what it was. So, uh, just and to wrap it up there, I also wanted to give shout-outs as far as the worst category goes to WCW Mayhem, WCW Backstage Assault. What was that garbage? They didn't even have a ring in the game. And, like I said, WWE 2K20
0: Glitchville. Glitch, glitch, glitch.
1: Have you seen any of the videos that like I've people seen, posted on up, Twitter about so that? Oh, it's so funny.
0: <laughs> it was crazy. But the part that really kind of grinds my gears is then i miss being by for us back in high school with the plug and play if you will Mm. Mm. Is now you come home you want to play a video game you want to play a wrestling game you haven't played it in a week or so you're waiting through like 45 minutes of fucking downloads and uploads yeah Yeah. i'm like i just want to play the fucking game i don't care about downloads right now i just want to go beat some ass yeah or get my ass beat but i can't I gotta and, wait for this fucking shit. And the time it downloads, <laughs> I don't wanna play anymore. I fall asleep on the couch. Yeah, come on. Like, people. Yeah.
1: My, yeah, I have that problem. My ADHD kicks in so bad. I'm like, oh, I'm to something else a long time ago before this finally finished. Right. Um, but that's the way things go now with the Fancy Pants new gaming system. I mean, I got 2K19 for uh, PS4, and I love that game. I actually downloaded basically the whole AEW roster and the ECW roster, so that game's a lot of fun, but going back to your point, it's like, not only did it, for me, I don't know, I'm old school. It takes me a while to learn these, learn how to play these new games. It's a lot for me. Um, So, it's like, once I finally master this, I'm like, cool, now I know how to do all the moves, do everything I want to do. Now, like you said, it's like, oh, cool, I got to how long is this gonna take?
0: Can gotta I just go to sleep? bed and get up and go to work in the morning?
1: Uh, that's another thing I loved about Nintendo sixty four. There was no loading. You just put that bad boy on, and he was
0: ready to run. That's what I'm saying, right? Glory right. days, glory <laughs> days. <laughs> Here's to you. <coughs> well, As I guess we that brings up. us to the coup de grace. As we mm-hmm. to wrap the show up. Yes, it's the time main event. Bring out the creme de la cremes. The mm-hmm. wrestlers we love to hate because you like them.
1: <laughs> Yipper. I don't know. Who, you, want to, uh, you want to start things off with uh, one of your
0: oh, top picks? I do, but that's a whole nother show if I want to touch on this fucking jackass. <laughs> We're going to start off with The Rock. It's a good way to go. Because he's on I my mean, list too. <laughs> I know he's on your list, so I figure we get some good controversy going here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we said the story a few weeks ago. Me and old man, you went up in the balcony, got shit thrown at us for booing the rock, telling him Rocky <laughs> sucks. I know How about we, we were. No we way were out. At, when, no way out when Shane O'Mac hit the rock with the chair. And, and we, we were our, rocking the Rocky sucks shirts. Yeah, that we made at the sports store. <laughs> Uh man, fuck the rock, man. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because everyone liked them or whatever the case. I just could not stand that son of a bitch.
1: I'm with you. Yep. I mean from the stupid catchphrase. Some of the biggest feuds ever, but oh god, I was so long with the Howard Nash. Kevin Stern-looking guy from ECW that holed up the old sign that said "Die Rocky Die" at Madison Square Garden at Survivor
0: Series. Like, I wish they had just kept it with that feeling, but the crowd loved him. But eh. I couldn't, I couldn't stand him for his stupid little catchphrases, his fucking little fanny pack.
1: Oh, dude, how about the spit on hand move? Like, oh god, that everything he did just bothered me. I mean, it was a although- great deal. I'll give him that. He was a fucking good heel. His feud with Mick Foley was phenomenal. His mm-hmm. feud with Austin was phenomenal. He he was a good heel in the sense that he made you want to hate him.
0: At least I did. Even when no. he was face, I still hated him. <laughs> I mean, yes. Looking back on it now, he was a genius on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Still can't stand him.
1: Oh no, nope. Although Pain and Gain was a fucking awesome
0: movie with Mark Wahlberg. I'll give him that. Pain and Gain was awesome. <laughs> I do like some of his movies, especially right. when he gets blown up and beat up, but <laughs> that's besides the point here and there. Just his overall presence that he gave when he came out, just mm. shut him the fuck up. Shave his fucking eyebrow. <laughs> Even when he came out as Rocky Maya Via. Right? Everybody regard. had the big
1: poofy hair. Whatever and that was. was,
0: the fucking Jerry Curl hair, whatever. Yeah,
1: that was the Die Rocky Die days when everyone really did hate him. And then he joined the nation and took over the nation. nation and- That's what started and Then he started that feud with Ken Shamrock for the IC Belt. And yep. he feuded with Austin for the IC Belt. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am mean, not stupid. The Rock was... <laughs> A wrestling legend he's up there with the all-time greats because of what he was able to accomplish in his career but as far as the personal opinions goes and this is nothing personally against the guy in real life i think dwayne johnson seems like a pretty nice guy i'd vote for president his yeah, yeah i don't know it'd be kind of cool to have a wrestling president i'll give him that <laughs> uh,
0: rock is I, president austin is vice president oh don't even get me started dude <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah i couldn't i never could stand the sight of him, like having to hear him, I hated the fact that everyone loved him too. I was like, mm, "You shouldn't like him because he sucks." He he always took the worst bumps, as far as I'm concerned. He took the worst pedigrees. I think I brought that up before. You know, it how, looked how, like how,
0: how about the rocky bounce? How about the rocky bounce off the stunners?
1: Well, that I found out. You know, I did just discover recently that I guess he he did that just to screw with Austin, just to get him to break character and laugh. So for that, I I, I I'll give him that one. I mean, most I'll people. tell you flat out, Rock right. is not my number one most hated guy. He's on my list, but he's not my number one. No, no he's not my number one. He used he's to be not my number, number two one. either. No, he's my number three. <laughs> so let's roll my yeah. number two. My number two, Goldberg. Fuck Goldberg. Oh hated Goldberg. Ugh, so. Ugh. Here was a guy, yeah. I know he, you know, what did he almost make it to the NFL? He was on no, a practice No, he played on or the he game. didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, obviously a great athlete, but he went to the WCW power plant there and they just churned him out because of you know he he had a good body if you're you know as a promoter if you're looking for the big glute you know muscle man. But It was like WCW was like, oh, fuck, we got to come up with something right now to try and combat the fact that Vince has Stone Cold Steve Austin, who we were dumb enough to let go, along with Mick Foley. (laughs) I fucking hated Goldberg from the start. I always thought the streak was so dumb and fake. You know, you tune into Nitro one week, it's like, oh, and Goldberg's streak is up to 200, and then... Next week, he's he's got 400 more wins or something. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, how stupid do you think we are? Yes, we're wrestling fans, but we're not morons. Well, at least not all of us. I like to think so anyways. But mm, Goldberg, another thing. Why does Vince McMahon keep bringing him back to main events at WrestleMania and whatnot these past couple of years? I don't understand his logic, I don't know if there's any fans out there that actually want to see Goldberg at any WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, World Rumble, fucking whatever the fuck it is now. There's so many pay-per-views, I don't know. But mm, why? And then my main reason, main reason for hating Goldberg is the fact that he almost killed the man, or at least almost paralyzed the man when Undertaker took that horrible bought suplex from goldberg there in saudi arabia and even but undertaker thought his career might and life might have been over at that point so i I know it was a mistake he didn't do it intentionally but i don't care i still hate you goldberg i was always an austin guy that's another reason why i was never a rock fan i also want to make note. Uh, make mention another reason i couldn't stand the rock just little things that would bother me because i'm very anal like that can't help it his boots that he would
0: wear in the ring there's
1: just something that looks stupid he had that strap in the back oh hey we got a special guest our first special guest of the show
0: right oh, i apologize little man's not feeling us, so he just woke up what's up buddy well
1: hey welcome aboard
0: i agree whatever you said about goldberg i agree because he sucks yeah
1: and hey, I'm glad to have the wee man aboard because there's no doubt about it; he can only help with our ratings. There's no, no question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, you we both had the Rock. I I mentioned Goldberg, which you agree with. Uh, who else do you have in there? The
0: Jizz, the Miz. <laughs> I just don't like him. I've never yeah. liked him. He's got that stupid reality show now. Mm. I just want him to go away. He brings nothing to the table besides stupidity and stupidity. Go away. A stupid <laughs> Miz show, a stupid clothes he wears, His stupid fucking Jersey Shore hair. Like, go away, Miz. You're not wanted. Fuck off.
1: What is it nowadays with the Jersey Shore hairdo amongst young guys and... Please stop wearing pants that are so tight. What is that trend nowadays? So we can Ooh, see see your Nobody side. wants to see that. Oh, I don't want to swear in front of the wee one, sir. Oh, nice <laughs> <one. There laughs> All right. Well, fuck it then. <laughs> you can hear me though? Um, I got this one though. I gotta disagree with you, dude. I've actually always liked the Miz. I love right. Miz Morrison, and um, I like your own, but you're wrong. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. No, no, no problem there. I mean, I, I didn't mind when he was the champ um, cause he's a good heel. He does. Like I said about the rock earlier, he's doing his job because he makes you want to hate him. Mm-hmm. And he's very good at that. You know, I know he had his real world background and whatnot, um, but he's the kind of guy that can get under your skin. And for some reason he's never pissed me off. So I'm cool with Miz. Actually, I don't, I don't mind him. And I remember, um, oh, God, how many years ago was it? He had that incredible match when he was still the WWE champion against Jerry Lawler before Lawler had his heart attack and all that. So, um, yeah. No, I think Ms. Is, uh, is all right in my book. But
0: yeah, will, we, mm-hmm. who's on uh, your next of, of list? All right
1: there's one guy in particular i am going to save for last because he is who i i actually can put a number one he is who i hate the most over goldberg over the rock anybody else he is my number one and i'll get to that in a minute but i had to put eric bischoff down really he's not a wrestler but
0: oh man
1: the old monday night war days nitro i hated the (laughs) thing he did and I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy's a great businessman. He helped revolutionize the industry, even though he then helped destroy WCW in a way. But And he also invented the um, Elimination Chamber match. But as far as, you know, once again, this is like I said about Dwayne Johnson. I don't got no problem with Dwayne. I got a problem with The Rock. It's about the character. And as far as Bischoff went, oh, man. I mm, The greatest day, one of the greatest days ever was when Austin came back and actually had the match with uh bischoff and just obviously nothing but squash there so bischoff makes the list for me
0: all right i got really nothing to say either way on it you know bischoff was you know he was that guy in wcw he was the one that you wanted to hate especially when he came out with nwo
1: yeah, he was good at being a heel, but another reason why I hated him was what he did to Heyman and the guys at ECW when he just raided their locker room with yeah. Eddie Guerrero and D. Malenko and Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho, and yeah, sorry, I, mess- I mentioned Chris Benoit, sorry, everyone. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's another reason why I hated Bischoff from the, from the get-go, and the fact that he fired... Cactus Jack, Mick Foley himself, and he fired Steve Austin with a fax or FedEx or whatever it was.
0: Stunning Steve
1: Austin. That, I'm not down with the bish. So who else you got there, guy?
0: I'm going to go with my number one pick here. My number one pick overall. The man that has been put over more times. No, not you.
1: Watch out for that chokeslam. (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh, man. man. They keep putting over and over the man who's hurt more wrestlers, wrestling them in the ring. Brock, fuck you, Lesnar.
1: Are you sure he's hurt more people than Goldberg? I don't I know. Think, yeah, right. Goldberg almost
0: killed the Undertaker, so that's all I'm going with. I know. Uh, at one point, Brock was up to like a hundred and something injuries, where Kane was at like seven, mm. like their opponents. But I don't understand the big push with Brock and to have him lose it and then they regain it. But then just, whenever he came back from his little runaway to back to the UFC, he'd come back and be the main eventer again and win the title. I don't get the push. I don't get the draw. He's not an Austin. He's not a Rock or a Hogan. He's a big, dumb oaf who, in my opinion, does not deserve, who doesn't deserve to have the push that he has. What? That's all I want to say about that. All
1: righty there. That's a uh, that's a powerful opinion there, I must admit. I, once again, got to disagree. Always been a Lesnar fan. I don't know, man. Um, I, I wasn't watching wrestling back when he first came into WWE. Mm-hmm. And he had a really good run. He, I liked him right off the bat when I found out he took out The Rock at SummerSlam to win his first WWE championship. So I liked him already. Um, and then, you know, I was still into UFC at the time when he was there. He's an NCAA champion as well as the UFC heavyweight champion. So the guy's legit. I mean, he almost made it on. He almost made it on with the Minnesota Vikings. The guy is a legit athlete. But I can see your point for not liking him. Um, You know, he, did, he obviously was never good on the mic. That's why they had to stick him with Heyman. But I like that combination because I love Paul Heyman. I, I'll listen to him all day. Uh, but Brock. For me, I think to answer your question, why did he get the push that he did? Why did he win all the titles he did? Why is this that and the other is because he is Vince's dream. He's like the
0: the dream for what though?
1: Dude, look at it this way. I mean, I hate to I hate to compare this to anything Nazi related, but Brock was like the Aryan youth to uh, Vince's Hitler. Okay. He was everything Vince wants in a guy. He's huge, he's built, you know, and he 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 brings such a destructive presence with him wherever he goes. People are legit afraid of the guy. That's why he got the kind of career he did and stole Sable away from Mark (laughs) Marrow. Yeah, that's true. I mean Mark Marrow. I I don't know. I I mean one thing with Lesnar I will say I, I was never a fan of that whole time he had the belt, and it was just like Alright, I like the fact that you keep the belt on somebody for a while for a change, but it's like, are you ever going to do anything here? Like, Rock's just going to come in and destroy everybody for
0: like, you know, 12 months straight or whatever it was? Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they give him that push to come in and just destroy everybody. Mm-hmm. He's got three moves. One of them happens to be a German suplex, and they call him the suplex machine. <laughs> i just seen Hey, keep I'm
1: in just... mind, H- Hogan had only three moves his whole career. Big boot, body slam, and leg drop.
0: So, that was the '80s, though. I mean, that, Grant, hey, it still worked. Mark, they tried to do a shooting star off the ropes. Oh god, one of the and most. watched that infamous.
1: A, hey, but that was that was something else, dude. The guy almost broke his fucking neck. They actually said I if know. he had been as good a shape as he was, he probably broken his have neck. Broken his neck right there. The match against Angle at WrestleMania. But I, I, I just like I the fact. F- I actually, I what another thing you brought up. I loved his return from. MMA when he left UFC and came back because they had that whole thing going on with Cena and The Rock. I'll never forget that RAW when Cena was like asking The Rock to come out and all of a sudden you hear ah, ah, ah," and Brock came back to this incredible ovation from the crowd and then you know, I I, I like a lot of his matches his match with Cena, his first match with Cena, the one that Cena won which was the same pay-per-view where CM Punk fought Jericho in the Chicago Street fight, two of the greatest matches ever. That match was sick. So um, yeah, once again, sorry, buddy. Got to agree to disagree.
0: Do what you got to do. That's my opinion. Your opinion. Um, it is what it is. That's. Do you I have be. any
1: anybody else on your list?
0: I had two more. I had two cool and and I, think, I guess they're one and the same. Two cool and Rikishi. I had them too. Sorry, people hated
1: it. The ass to face shit at the end of every match and their stupid, stupid warm dances and go away. <laughs> Meh. I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, because I know uh, Brian Christopher there, Jerry, Jerry Lawler's son, he's right. since passed away. But sorry, hated it, hated it, hated it. Another one of those things that was so over with the crowd, and ugh,
0: gross. You know who I also didn't like in the female bracket? Mm. What the fuck was her name? Mm. I can't think of her name now. <laughs> he Ivory. Her that much. Ivory. Locked her up. Ivory. That? Ivory. Oh, Ivory. Yeah, yeah.
1: She was annoying that was also that time when like they had the divas matches where they didn't all broad really and pillow. Yeah, and they didn't let the girls actually, they didn't let women actually show what they could do back then. So yeah, I can concur. Um, I just had, uh, aside from that, um, Jinder Mahal never understood that. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Don't know why he was ever champion. Couldn't stand the whole time he was there. He's the kind of person. I'm sorry. I just don't, you know, some people, you just meet him for the first time. And you just can't stand the way they even look like their face. Hmm.
0: Like, oh, like yeah. it's
1: the brothers. You just want to put one of these right in their suck hole for no reason. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about me. So it's completely understandable, but he, that's the impression I got off Jinder Mahal right off the bat. As soon as I saw him in action, I'm like, this guy's a champion. <laughs> uh, then definitely someone I could never stand seeing. Cause I always knew as soon as he got in the ring, things were going to get lame. Hornswoggle. <laughs> fucking hornswoggle they did that whole thing where michael cole had to keep going up to the laptop and he was getting the updates from the secret raw general manager and then it was like they didn't know what to do so they just said oh it was hornswoggle the whole time so bad so bad but <laughs> i only have one number one and this for me he's very very easy to put at my number one as much as i can't stand goldberg as much as i've never been a fan of the rock this man. Oh, this man. Did you mention him earlier? <laughs> Enzo Amore. Ah. Enzo. Mm. <laughs> the certified G. Oh, God. I just wanted to. I actually, he got so bad. This, was a, this is a true story. I couldn't watch Raw Live anymore because of him. Because of that stupid fucking entrance he had. Where he had to. Blah, 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 blah and every night and it took like 20 minutes so i would have to dvr raw because i could not even stand to watch it that's how angry i got just seeing this guy and everything about him his gimmick his his french fry hair his voice and the fact that he was so over i never understood why why he was so over but then we know how that all turned out for Enzo. So <laughs> I was happy in the end. That guy was so pathetic, dude. I think he, he got shit canned from WWE because I think he had, like, rape charges brought against him, if something, I'm not mistaken.
0: Something, something bad. Something like that.
1: And then after he gets canned, he fucking bought a ticket to a Raw or something or a pay-per-view. and like I remember that. Up. Yeah. It was like, dude, wow. Way to just make sure you're never going to work in this business ever again. <laughs> But, yeah, he was my number one right off the bat as soon as I saw that, dude. Oh, God. No. No, 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 no. I'd rather put Tabasco in my eyes the than – WWE watch
0: him. Network immediately following Raw. You said you were yes. just like – Oh, my oh. <laughs> God. <in a> <laughs> <type.
1: laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, he was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a chicken. Kind <laughs> of like that was slow motion there. <laughs> My name is Enzo
0: Amore, and
1: I am a certified G and a bona fide son.
0: And now he's bona fide unemployed. Yeah, bona fide unemployment line. (laughs) Certified COVID pay. Mm, Man,
1: I remember my my buddy Justin was a big fan of his. his. I mean, some of my buddies would get together for all these pay per views. He even had the the fucking certified g-shirt and as much as i love justin and respect the hell out of him i was like justin why why would you do such a thing i just didn't understand why these guys were so over um him and big Cass. their 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 whole spiel every time they came in the goddamn ring was longer than their matches Mm -hmm. and then you know Cass flaked out i don't know he got into drugs or whatever and screwed his whole career so yeah Enzo Amore, I hope you're watching. Go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> so, what's that guy doing from YouTube right now? Puts a comment as Enzo has a rap song too. Oh, good God, no. Why? 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 It's, no. probably, it's probably on the John Cena rap album. Hey,
1: I kind of dig me some Cena rap. I'm not going to lie. Right? Thug life. Some
0: thugonomics. <laughs> the
1: Thugonomics,
0: dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Enzo had no. Enzo Amore. Being anything. He never should have even been born. Damn his mother for even giving birth to him.
0: <laughs> your father should have pulled out. Big time. Big time. <laughs> on that note, uh-huh. you got anybody else on your list?
1: He was my number one. I Like I said, I saved my most hated for last. So Enzo, once again, you're number one, pal.
0: <laughs> number one in my book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to wrap it up for another edition. Off the Rope Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Mr. Steve Austin and his Broken Skull yes. IPA. That was actually fairly good. I'm not an IPA guy, but I do recommend you go find yourself some. I like it. Go to the website that brews this stuff, El Segundo. You can find out where you can get it in your local community. I highly suggest it. Drink responsibly. Don't smash them together because this shit's expensive. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're gonna play Stone Cold Steve Austin, get some Steve Watson, some Coors Light, some Miller Lights. Yeah, PBR, matter.
1: Bush, or whatever. You can smash those, but don't smash these.
0: No, you want to drink these.
1: No, these are very good. Very good. I like it. I like it a lot. And like I said too, I've never been a big IPA guy, but uh, uh, two thumbs up for me, pal.
0: You got it. On that note, we will be back next Tuesday, eight p.m. Same. Wrestling Station, same wrestling time. Mm. With a brand new topic Tie-ups everywhere. Don't know what the topic's going to be yet. We usually decide that minutes before on air. We need to keep uh the audience
1: intrigued, don't we? So it'll be a surprise.
0: If you want if you want us to talk about something that's driving you crazy in the wrestling world, mm. hit us up on Off the Rope Tuesdays at gmail.com. Send us a message on hellentertainment.com. Stream us everywhere. Piss off your bosses while you blast it in your office. (laughs) Delivery truck. We're everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Music. You can find us. You can listen to us. Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on hellentertainment.com. Check out the Dorkening Network. Check out Deadly Grounds Coffee. And check out us. Hell yeah. On that note, see you all next Tuesday. Have a good week. A sua Sim, né? pasta.